Hello and welcome to Every Day is Every Day with an Angel podcast live here. I am Natasha Venter and I am a multi-life intuitive. I am also a medium. I do feng shui. I do a lot of different work and I do spiritual counseling intuitively. And so I've been having a lot of wonderful sessions lately, which I've been so grateful for to help people. So, and they've been saying that they've, I've been very helpful and I've been grateful for that. So welcome everyone. And this is reinforced in, we used to do the dance of the soul together and now he's got his journey and I've got mine, but we agreed to have this time together once a month. And it was a little, a week later than normal, but yet he was doing something with Connie Willis. And I, you know, you talk about what you want or, you know, cause we both try to keep things private, you know, when we're doing sessions and stuff like that. But I was on coast to coast with her and that was, hello, Veronica. Um, and that was such a gift to, um, to be with her. And I hope that you had a good time with her, but yeah. you know, you know what, it's a thing. So you were going to do a session with her, you know, because you were on coast to coast also, um, yeah. coast to coast AM. And that's a very, um, long-term, uh, coast to coast live, um, a radio show that's on AM FM. Um, I on Northwest here is on Cairo, but you know, it's one of those things sure. that you can catch it. It's on many different platforms and radios. Um, but yeah. So Regan, how are you? I have missed you so much. Yeah, I missed you too. Yeah, I'm uh yeah, coast to coast that we were both on. It's like uh six hundred stations, you know, one time and they have millions of listeners. So um yeah, needless to say, you know, it keeps, I've been really busy after that, but, um, and, and what I did doing a session for, um, uh, Connie, she's a, just a fabulous, um, uh, interviewer and she's been, you know, doing radio for radio and movies and things for 30, 40 years, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, what I do through, um, uh, the Newton Institute and my, and my visit the afterlife as I help assist people and visiting the afterlife for a couple hours. So, um, you know, it's a life-changing event and uh, 70,000 people have done it and everybody can do it uh, practically. So uh, we've just uncovered this whole new way now where in a sense, um, uh, the afterlife is, you know, the distance between here and the afterlife is getting very thin right now. Oh, it's hugely getting thinner. And that's, I even noticed the other week that time <laughs> even stopped for a little bit. Um, yeah. And yeah. people had said that, you know, there's planes that didn't move. There was, um, you know, just things that happened that was like, wow, what happened? And, you know, we're kind of going to this dimension shift. So, um, uh, hi, Soba, how are you? Um, so, uh, um, Scott from uh, UK. Hi, Scott, how are you? Yeah. Um, and then um, Soba, thank you for coming in. I know that your daughter, that um, she's the one that had the surgery and I know she went through a couple surgeries and I've been thinking about you. I have not emailed you to see how things are um, that um, I just want you to know that I kept thinking about you and sending angels your way or what, you know, whoever could help you. Um, and you know, I've, I actually do that all through the world here, but you know, I was thinking of you specifically cause I know that was a life altering moment for your family. So I just wanted to honor you that way. Um, but, um, and Veronica, you know, I always keep you in my prayers and I, um, Scott, you know, it's like you're new here. And so thank you for coming. So today we were going to be talking about, um, 
we're in the middle of right now a lot of gatherings for families. And in the U.S. here, it's about Thanksgiving. I know that Canada has theirs. Mexico has theirs. You know, Europe, you know, all the European countries have theirs, right? Um, and so with that, that there's always something to be grateful for and thankful for. But when we get together family, a lot of times old stories come up. And like I was talking to a coworker um, and they were saying, yeah, I don't know why I did this, but I invited all my family and half my family doesn't get along. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that the story of how we get together, right? And um, and so thank you, everybody who's coming in. Uh, you know, we're going to be talking about some stuff here. And remembering that, you know, whatever we talk about here, that it is um, our understanding and our support to help you. So if there's something that is triggering to you and, um, and the stories come in, uh, remembering that this is just a perspective that we're hoping to help you in your journey, not just to say that it's, a, it's um, and, you know, you got to come up with your own understandings. And, you know, we want you to come to your better truths. So with that, that um, so we're going to talk about thankfulness and gratefulness in the hard times because <laughs> i know for me that really changes my world that changed my world when i was in the middle of an argument with my husband and it was one of i've had many during his years of drinking that i was wondering if i could stay married to him and here having those conversations now i'm 32 together and 34 um 34 uh you know together with him but then 32 married so, uh, Regan, how have you been with doing your work and what you've been doing? Well, well, I'm glad we're talking about thankfulness in the midst of when things are tough, because it's easy to be thankful when things are doing good. You know, you get excited, like, you know, you, <clears throat> you win the lottery at work and, you know, and you get a free pie or something, you know, <laughs> and you go, wow, this is great. You know, or <clears throat> when things are going smooth, um, we're naturally grateful a lot of times. Uh, but people think, well, wait a minute, why, how, how would I, should I be thankful for the difficult times? Like, hey, I just lost my job and you want you tell me I should be thankful, you know? Um, and um, what I found out in this work that I'm doing, um, uh, we choose uh, life lessons uh, when, when we decide to incarnate and be born. You know, we set up, uh, we set up before us a lot of challenges, you know, mm -hmm. we set up, um, uh, the people that are that we've chosen to be in our life, we don't always choose them because they're going to just be, uh, you know, patting us on the back the whole time. You know, um, a lot of times we pick people and it seems like we each have a piece of, we call it divine sandpaper. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like this. With, with <laughs> exactly. You know, and that's the key to happiness is like um, to realize that the difficulties that you have Sometimes your hardest difficulties end up being your biggest teachers. And when you look back at some point, you go, wow, I wouldn't be so strong, you know, today if I hadn't gone through that difficult um, relationship that I had, you know, that I learned. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it takes a little time to get on, the, on board with that. But once people do, it's life changing for people. You know, oh, it is. It, it totally is. Life changing. Yeah. So like Natasha, we've talked before, like the first thing you do when you have a roadblock in front of you or something very difficult, first thing you should ask yourself is, okay, by me having to break through this roadblock and go figure it out, 
what am I going to learn from it? You mm -hmm. know, it's going to make me a better person. Yeah. Uh, I've yeah. said that many times over. What is this here to teach me? Even in the middle of, like I said, an argument or a conversation that's difficult or um, something that is happening around me, you know, it's like, what is this here to teach me? I'm witnessing something that's hard, you know, um, a car accident even, you know, what is this here to teach me? Uh, you know, I almost got hit today. What was that to, here to teach me? And I'm grateful that I didn't get hit, you know, so there's always something to be grateful for in the midst of a trouble. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, on the other side, the guides, um, the, the, um, I say the highly evolved souls on the other side that give you um, counseling. Um, they say that one of the number one things that a person can do uh, to advance spiritually is to be very grateful for everything. Or they'll say that the lack of gratefulness is is a it stunts your growth, you know, mm -hmm. in that. And and people say, well, what have I got to be thankful for? Well. I've found what's fun is to start with the little things. I think, what do you mean little things? Well, do you have enough food to eat today? You know, there's some people starving right now. You know, you should be grateful. You have a roof over your head, you know? Uh, you know, so there's so many people that are on the streets or people that don't, you know, don't have a house. So if you start making a grateful list, you'd be surprised. You can sometimes get up to a couple hundred things that are just little things. Exactly. That, that we just take for granted in this world, you know, but if you didn't have them, you know, you, your life wouldn't be is so easy, you know. Exactly. I know there's been times where I said, you know, I'm grateful for this counter to be to be between me and the other person. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Almost made you splurt out. You know, it, it's that it's that story of it, it doesn't have to be immense. You know, but it's just because you cannot be in gratitude and in disheartenedness yeah. at the same time. And when I mean disheartenedness means that that trouble, those stories, those oh my goshes or the whatever they are, right? That how can we negotiate that world? And I know for me that when I was going through, you know, the year where um my mom was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease. I had a new baby, literally new baby, three weeks before the um, the diagnosis. Um, had to sell homes, buy homes, uh, all that. That if I, if I didn't stand in gratitude, some days I would have been so sucked under. Yeah. So sucked under, and I know that um, that's how I got out of my depression after you know when I because. Grief has a layer of depression in it, but when you there's a, a layer when you're in grief that can be very depressioned. And the only way that I got out of that part of my grief was was to have gratitude. I had gratitude for my little toes. I had gra gratefulness for my pinky that was just able to be that final thing to grab. I mean, if you, you know, if you notice that when you're holding on to a glass with only three fingers or just two fingers, it's harder, right? But if you hold on with them all in the little pinky. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, 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 it's that final thing to grab on to life, right? And, and so, and that's the way the little toe is too, that if we didn't have that to balance us, 
what would that be? And, and there's so many times where people forget to be grateful for these little things. And, and, you know, and I even started this off with, you know, being grateful for when we're in the middle of hard times, those arguments, right? Um, you know, you know, it's that, that moment where sometimes I've been in an argument and I've witnessed it starting to be a path that I was going to stop a pattern from happening, you know, because there's always these circle things coming around and I would say, okay, here it is. I'm grateful for this insight that I can stop this pattern. Babe, I'm going to stop this conversation right now because I love you. Yeah. And I'm going to stop this and I'm going to walk away for a few minutes because I want us to come together to be better. So I'm yeah. going to stop this conversation. And I was so grateful for that insight, right? Even though it was a struggle, even though it was a hard time that, that it is. And, and Soba, thank you for saying that, that, um, that she said that sent this right after I said that I was there for her, that, um, I know um, you've given me great support. I'm so grateful. Um, yes. And, and I'm so grateful that I could be there with you, um, in that journey of, of where you're at. And, uh, you know, I'm here for anybody, you know, who can be, and I know that sometimes I'm here more for some than others, but yet I can only be one person. So with that, but I'm grateful. I'm so grateful, you know, but that's the thing that, that I want people to know that, that we, this world really has so much darkness in it right now. Oh boy. There's so much darkness and so much pain. And, you know, I was in the grocery store buying up the last few minutes of stuff to, um, for dinner tomorrow night. And, you know, it's only the three of us. I'm grateful for that, that there's at least three of us, but I was witnessing some gentlemen that, you know, being intuitive, I don't tap into anybody who doesn't give me permission, but I got a sense that they were not going to have anybody. You know, they were in the chip aisle. They were in the, you know, they were in that, you know, just kind of just getting things. And I live in a small town and I can't assume by any means, but I can say though that, you know, what do we do when we're by ourselves? How do we find that hope, that grace when we're by ourselves? Do you have any ideas about that, Regan? Because you've spent some time alone in your car, you know, <laughs> homeless, you know, in between this and that. And, and how did you find, I described that as home free because it was a choice of mine, you know, to uh, travel and to just, you know, I was doing therapy for people in uh, all over California. And so I'd be a few days in one city and then I go to another city and another city. And, uh, it was, you know, I had my expenses down to less than a hundred dollars a month except for food and gas. So I was wow. able to do a lot of therapy, a lot of free therapy for people. And, and uh, it was exciting, but that was, that was um, like self-imposed. It felt like I was like a monk, you know, choosing to be uh, sequestered a mm -hmm. lot, a lot of time by myself. And now I'm, I'm lucky to have the opposite, you know, where I have a, a lovely wife and uh, you know, my, my kids are all doing good. My nine grandkids and four daughters and, um, they're going to be doing Thanksgiving uh, in Sacramento all together. I called two of them. I have two more to call. Uh, and then I'm with Pat. We're Patty's side of the family this Thanksgiving. So mm -hmm. 12 people coming. And luckily, we all, everybody that's coming, everybody gets along 
we all love each other. But I have clients a lot of times that have been talking to me lately about dreading Thanksgiving because uh, of the fact that uh, they know some of the people coming still have issues. They've not worked out some of them for like 20 or 30 years. They've been at odds with each other, you know. Um, <laughs> And, and, so, and my, my heart, my, my, I almost said my heart goes to them. Oh, no, no, no. I'm keeping my heart myself. My love goes to that struggle that people just don't want to get out of. It's yeah. like, it's so hard to witness and so hard to negotiate. You did this, you did that. And you, that was 37 years ago that you did that to me. And oh my gosh. And I'll tell you what that causes, because when I have people on the other side and they have health issues, a lot of their health issues they have are caused by uh, built up resentment or hatred that they have towards someone that's in their family. And the guides over there will say, look, um, like, <clears throat> you know, one of my, my clients uh, who's about ready to have five hundred million dollars um, from a sale of his company. And he's miserable because he's got some health issues that he has. Well, I, he did a life between life session. We're on the other side. He's before the council. And they said, you, ha you have these health issues you have right now because of the hatred for your father. And uh, he's in trance and he's going, oh, oh, you know, don't want to hear it, you know. Uh, but um, because he could talk to the higher selves of you could talk to the higher selves of people in, in this session, his, he, we searched out and found the higher self of his father. And he approached him very carefully and he was not wanting to do it. Mm -hmm. But I coached him a little bit when he's in trance and said, look, this is the best time you're going to have because you're going to be talking to the higher self of your father, the, the spiritual self. So they had a great talk. And uh, and at the end, you know, he decided, OK, I'm going to do my very best, dad, to forgive you. And they did an energetic because he's seeing his dad as this ball of energy like and they, so they blended energies a little bit. And I don't know how he's doing now. I have to check with him because it's been about three months and. And uh, and stuff. But see that <clears> this <throat> shows you um, you could have uh, half a billion dollars in the bank. And if you're if you're not happy, if you're not grateful for, uh, you know, uh, he, like he said, look, I'm, I have all this money, but I don't care about that. I'd rather be healthy, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, um, <clears throat> and that's the thing is, is that that, you know, we're getting together with people that sometimes there are things that have been done that aren't, that are unforgivable. Yeah. They are unforgivable. There are stories that we've done that are unforgivable. But the thing is though, we can do things and, and, and be with people in spite of that sometimes. Yeah. So if you have people coming at Thanksgiving, you know, um, there's a spiritual exercise that works really good. You can do when you're around people that are difficult, you know, for some reason, and you haven't quite figured out how to get past or, you know, even though you want to forgive them and you're kind of on that path, but you haven't yet um, so that you don't fuse with them and you don't make things worse, you know, because if you haven't forgiven them and you get in an argument with somebody, you're just throwing gasoline on the fire and you're going deeper down the rabbit hole. So um, Ho'oponopono is a, uh, Mm -hmm. is a great little spiritual exercise to do um, without going into great detail here. I'll just tell you the benefits of it. It's like <clears throat> inwardly, like if you're around someone that you don't like, what you're doing is you're just repeating four simple phrases, uh, just like a little mantra that you're doing inwardly, you know? Mm -hmm. So let's say I got an uncle in front of me that uh, I can't stand, you know, for some reason. So, inwardly as i'm around them i'm saying inwardly 
I love you. Thank you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I love you. Thank you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Even if you want to shorten it to just, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Or I send unconditional love. You know, if you do some sort of a mantra or something that way, you will be surprised how you will not fuse with that person. You know, just exactly. takes you out of that rabbit hole and keeps you neutral, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, uh, I had a, a client um, who uh, had a husband always when he came to take the children uh, for the weekend because they, you know, they're split up. Mm-hmm. And so he gets them on the weekend. She gets them during the week for a while. And he always wants to start fights with her all the time, you know, every time they come and it, <coughs> in front of the children even. So it just makes it horrible, you know. So she just um, uh, practiced. She said, okay, five minutes before he comes, she's just saying, I love you. Thank you. Please give me. I'm sorry. I love you. Thank you. Please give me. I'm sorry. And <coughs> sorry about my cough here. <coughs> as he starts walking up, she's saying that. And as she's talking to him inwardly, she's saying that. And she says, it's a difference of night and day. You know, he says, you know, he'll say things, he'll smirk or he'll try to start a fight. And inwardly, I'm saying, I love you. Thank you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. And she says, whatever he's saying goes right past her. And she <laughs> you know, she doesn't grab onto it and want to fight back or something. Uh-huh. And she says, it's funny because he just stops talking uh, in a minute because it's not his what he's trying to goat me from is not going anywhere. You know, and she says she feels so good you know, but that way that, you know, she could be around him now and just do that and, you know, uh, and, uh, and be good. Ho'oponopono. Uh, I keep, I always want, it's, it's, it's spelled just like it sounds. You can you can start Googling it and it pops right yeah. up. Uh, yeah. I've done that before. So and then space O-P-O-N, it'll come up. There's a lot of videos on to teach you how to do it. Uh, and uh, it's, it's remarkable, but it works really, really good. Yeah. And I know for me that, um, uh, you know, anything that I, you know, I've been in the middle of a turmoil moment and I, sometimes I just get breathe, 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 breathe. And, you know, or, um, uh, I'm asking for healing on this. I'm asking for healing on, you know, just something I've noticed that if I keep my understandings busy. And, um, um, I've even, you know, like there was an, a day when my, when, um, I was around somebody and we hadn't been around somebody, uh, around each other for a while. And, and it was kind of like that merging of coming back together again. And there was a little bit of criticism that was going on towards me. And, you know, I just was like, yeah, I could have hit, I could have hit those potholes or I could not have hit those potholes. But I didn't. I'm, and I just kind of went into this. Eh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, and and you know that's the thing is is that there's things that happen around us that when you know, and I didn't expect this to go into the kind of this how to persevere through negative times or harder times, but that is about being grateful though. Is is that you know because of the fact that you know that criticism was a moment. And then I said, I'm so grateful we're together again. Yeah. Right after that. I'm so grateful. And I said that to me. And sometimes I said that, well, you know, honey, I'm just, or, 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 you know, friend or whatever, whoever that is at the time, you know, um, 
I'm, I'm just grateful that we're here now. Yeah. You know, and finding that grateful moment can really support that that shifts us going down their rabbit hole. And that's the thing is, is that people are going to throw us into things that aren't our rabbit holes. You know, we're not holding the grudge for 37 years. Right. Yeah. We're not the one that keeps going in the story, but they want to create that pattern all the time. And how can we negotiate that by by understanding that 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 everybody has a thing? And <laughs> yeah, that's your thing. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sorry, but that's your thing. I'm going to go over here and do this. Right. Um, and that's the thing. And, and so Veronica says, I like that idea. Um, you know, that, you know, we're, we're in the midst of life happening around us and, you know, everybody's going to be on a different evolution. Everybody's going to be on a different dimension. Everybody's going to be on a different, uh, you know, a life path. And what are we going to do about it? Right. What are we going to really do about it when, when we're at one level and other people are at other levels? Sometimes we have to excuse ourselves into the other room and say, Oh, I'm grateful for another room. You know? But find something when you're around somebody who's a struggle and they're having a conversation, find something to fill in the, the fill in the brain. You know, like you were saying that Ono Pono Ono when she was talking and the words were just flying by without really having any attachment. They weren't coming in and getting filled in, right? Yeah. And and that's the safety part of this. And and you know, sometimes I just say, oh, I'm so grateful that that was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> you know, I'm so grateful that was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> right. Getting along with others is sometimes one of the hardest lessons we have. I mean, you think it would be really easy. And even uh, so that's why these little little tricks of the mind or whatever, you know, like a Ho'oponopono or, you know, the shortened Christian version is just I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And that's mm -hmm. good, you know, uh, uh, or even if uh, if someone's Christian, even if you're just saying Jesus, 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 say by by putting, you know, in your mind and saying something of a higher vibration of something spiritual, it keeps you from, you know, uh, going down the rabbit hole, as I say, you know, that mm -hmm. way. And if you do go down the rabbit hole, you know, a, a little bit, you know, just Which is human. We're all going to do it. We're right. all going to be pulled down. It's, don't, don't, all is lost. It's just, it's, it's due over time. You just pull yourself back out and start again. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you don't, because the thing you don't want to do is be too hard on yourself for blowing it. Um, like in that anger management course that I took in my forties, um, uh, what I really liked about it is every time we would come in every, the session, we had some agreements that we would make, you know, like I agree. I agree if my partner says something about my behavior to a friend or something else like that, uh, that it's okay. I have to allow that because, you know, you have to allow your partner, whoever you're at, who you may have been abusive to or angry at, they can say anything they want to to anybody. And you make that agreement and you say, I agree to be, uh, I, I agree not to abuse myself, you know, by working more than I should or, you know, whatever that we abuse ourselves that way. And then the, the, the last thing was, if I break any of these agreements, I agree to remake them, you know. <laughs> and that, and that, that just made it doable then, you know, because you realize 
you know, if otherwise you would you would screw up one time and you would just say, forget it, I can't do this. Instead, you just pick yourself back up, mm-hmm, you know, exactly. and move forward, you know. And, There's uh, been many times I've excused myself to another room, to the bathroom, or just outside for a minute. Uh, no, I do not smoke, but, you know, to to do it. And there's been many times where I've um, I've excused myself to the bathroom and, and in the mirror, I'm sitting there going, OK, girl, you can do it. And I start having a conversation with myself. Right. Because yeah. that's the only way that I can work through something yeah. sometimes is having a conversation with myself. And and we got it. We're going to do this different. Right. We're going to yeah. come at this with a different intention. And that's the thing that people forget is, is that when you really take a moment and check in with intention, my intention is to make the situation better. Sometimes when we check in with that intention, then even if somebody is trying to pull us down a rabbit hole, they got us down there a little bit, right? They took our legs out from underneath us a little bit, Right we can say, okay, I want to make this better. So how can I find those words to do better? I'm finding gratitude in that moment where I can do this and, and, and doing, you know, that thankfulness and thank you for having this moment where I can just take a breath and, and get my footing back underneath me. And then, you know, that's where I always call in an angel too. You know, I call an angel, you know, please give me the words, please give me insights, please give me um, these knowings. Please. And I go outside of myself. So many of us try to go back to into ourselves. And, and sometimes I have to reach outside of me and ask for support. Even me, who's got a lot of skills, right? Sometimes I have to say, this is bigger than me. Yeah. This is bigger than me. And I'm so grateful that I realize that this is, uh, this is bigger than me please help me. Please help me. And it's amazing how I know I'm intuitive. So I trust the words that come to me, but it's amazing sometimes how those words that do come to me make things a little bit more graceful. Either I come up with a boundary or I come up with um, just some words that kind of set somebody like, "Ah, I agree with you. Yeah. Hey, one thing that you've taught me, um, Natasha, and from what I've learned from the other side now, it's really helped me. And realizing we, in these 70,000 cases we've done, every single person, every single one has had a guide or an angel or someone that's, uh, that's there, you know, that's there watching over you and they hear, you know, and so I've been lately when I need something or whatever, I'm in my car or something and I'm, I'm, uh, you know, running late or something and, uh, or, or I'm looking for a parking spot and I'll say, Okay, uh, whatever guide up there is going to help me find a good parking spot, you know, and I speak out loud and it feels good, you know, because I know they're listening, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, it's not just something imaginary uh, and that way. So I think by pr- even praying out loud sometimes, I think when you pray inwardly, they feel the energy and they know the prayer still they can tell. But there's something about doing it out loud that um, is good for me, you know, and I think that way. And mm-hmm. And it's um, it's been kind of fun lately, you know, uh, like if I've got problems with fixing the car, I'll say, OK, whoever can help me, who, whatever angels up there can help me get the car fixed. And it's kind of fun. You start having this little game and you just things just flow smoother. You know? <laughs> they do, don't they? Yeah, because they'll, they'll give you help. Uh, what the angels have told me on the other side, the guides, is that. Um, they're waiting for each person to kind of wake up 
to the fact that they have this help. In other words, they can't come down and, and shake us and say, hey, I'm here. Why don't you talk to me? You know, part of part of spiritual growth is becoming aware that you have this help from the other side. And then uh, once you do and you begin asking for help, it's all there. You know, mm -hmm. they're ready to shower you with with that. Um, the client I had this week was asking she wanted to be more uh, aware of of the uh, miracles that are happening around her because they'll tell you from the other side that all these little things, they're sending us things. And because we're <laughs> I know we have blinders on, it goes right by us all the time. And when <laughs> I don't see any miracles, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're covering our faces. It's not for the lack of them sending us help or, or helping us. It's just that we we're too blind to see, you know, what they're doing. So, um, you know, when you start becoming more spiritual, you start doing like meditation regularly or, you know, waking up in the morning and declaring yourself as a vehicle for spirit, putting yourself in the right path, then you're you're going like this during the day, you know, instead of being in that closed, you know, that closed minded thing. And uh, that's what I think that when, you know, coming back to this being grateful or thankful in moments is, is that that's when we start being more in sync with our spirituality. Yeah. We're more in sync with the synchronicity of what the the small little dances of miracles. And I call a, 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 a raindrop on the tip of a new grown leaf in the spring day as the sun glistens through it. It could be a miracle. You know, it doesn't have to be this huge, ah, I survived it, you know, type of thing. Or, ah, you know, you know. It could be simple little things that are these little synchronistic moments that are miracles. Yeah. And, you know, like I was um, watching one of my little memes as I was going by and, and they were saying, you know, they're finally getting technology that they can see when, a, when the sperm and an egg meet to create a baby, that light happens. I've always said that that's been a miracle, that we're all miracles. We are all miracles and we forget that we're miracles. And, yeah. but that is something that I'm so grateful that I've realized that I'm a miracle. Do you know how much that's changed my world? People walk around me and they go, Natasha, it's such a blessing to be with you, you know? And it's not that it's ego for me. I'm like going, really? It is? <laughs> I'm so grateful. But it's me becoming aware that I am. I, get, I have the possibility of being a miracle for me, which is a ripple effect for those around me, right? Yeah. Here, here, uh, um, <clears throat> a client yesterday that I had a really great session with, no, two days ago now, um, <clears throat> and um, uh, she was missing her, her mother that had passed on so much. And she, she said she just, she didn't know what was going on, but she just felt that loss of her mom so much. And she just said, I just wish I'd, I wish I had something of yours, mom, that, you know, that I could feel your energy or something because I feel like I'm not feeling your energy anymore and I miss you so much. And so the next day she gets this nudge. She doesn't know where it came from, but just, oh, I should, you know, clean out uh, one of these drawers. So she's there missing her mom, clean out one of these drawers. And she has this, has a picture. And in the back of, she pulls this picture up in the back of something out fell this ring that her mom had given to her from her grandma 13 years ago and she had lost. And 
Oh my gosh, she started. She said she just started crying. It was like now that, that's a miracle, <laughs> right? And see, that's how these things happen. You know, when you when you open your heart and you have this this love, and you you know, in other words, become vulnerable and like you know, God, oh, I miss you so much. I've done enough. You know, um, I've had just I could almost write a book about the miracles that have happened over forty years with me of the different things that have been like these you know, 5 million or 10 million to one odds, you know, things happen and you just know that that's this, this, this help, help that you get. Yeah, uh, exactly. I even consider the day that, um, that my husband got pulled over by two police officers and got videotaped for the first time was told to go into, um, counseling. Um, it was called being deferred instead of getting, going to jail. So he got, he deferred instead of going yeah. to jail, which meant that he had to go to so many AA meetings and so many, you know, counseling sessions and a lot of da da does that that was a miracle. That was a miracle. Yeah. That everything was so set up that that was a miracle. And I say, I'm walking a miracle today because I'm walking a miracle because I'm grateful that I have a man who's willing to walk forward and learn experiences to do better. And I'm so grateful for that. I am just so in awe of the moments that we have that we can be, if we find gratitude. And I know for me that, you know, through when, when my, in my family, the four of us, there was two optimists and two pessimists. (laughs) Good balance. And, you know, the optimists had no problems and uh, we had problems in life. Yes, but we didn't have the the rabbit hole. The, it wasn't the the up and down going up and down. Right. Well, the, the two pessimists would have a life that was like pretty, you know, what yo, 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 have you been on, you know? <laughs> and, you know, that's the thing is, is that I would ask my spouse, I said, so was there anything that you could be grateful for today? No. I said, oh, so coming home to me wasn't something to be grateful for. Oh, having dinner cooked. For, oh, having a job. Um, oh, having a car to drive in the car. You know, oh, um, having, you know, being able to get up in the morning. Oh, you know, it's like sometimes I'm just I wake up and I just I, I just am in awe that my eyes opened up for me, you know. Yeah. And and so with that, it, it's not to call anybody good or bad. It's not. I'm using these experiences to stretch and pull to say that even I have times where I have to stretch. I have to stretch to find something to be grateful for. And I, I practiced enough to go to that first, to go to that first because it pulls me out of that, that negativeness. Like I was saying that you cannot be in gratitude and in sadness, in disheartedness at the same time. It, it doesn't, your mind can't do it both at the same time. It's one or the other. And yeah. gratitude usually wins over. Yeah. Oh, hey, I got an idea. Um, hang on a second. I'm going to see if I can pull uh, Patty in for a second. And I want to have her tell you about uh, what she has planned for a gratefulness um, uh, exercise that we're going to be doing with everybody that comes tomorrow. Oh, okay. See. Okay. Yeah. So just keep keep going. I'll be right. I I will. I will. I will. Spur of the moment here. Yeah. So when we're when we're doing this though, is is that you know it it does mean when we are in these hard times before going into um, 
into this gratitude that you're going to do some shadow work. You're going to go into these negative thoughts. You're going to go into the woe is me. We're going to go into the oh no's and oh this, that's and this and the others, right? Be willing to go to the dark place for just a second to witness it, to observe it. Because many times if we do not do that, we do end up having the pressure cooker happen, <clears throat> right? And that's why so many people who finally get together with family, they struggle so much because they haven't had a voice to speak these things that they still are hurt with. And, you know, this is where I ask, I'm asking for divine healing on this. When somebody is in so much pain and ache, I really ask for divine healing on this. And, you know, there's, there's no right or wrong. And it's not about changing somebody's belief system. But it's also about having boundaries. I'm so grateful that I have an understanding of how to have boundaries, right? It, it, it's one of those dances of, of this and that. And um, here, here. She'll be here in a sec. Oh, okay. <laughs> Threw her off by wanting her to come on, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, she's, she's so, um, it's just amazing. She's just creating this really love Thanksgiving, you know, for people. And so she's came up with this, uh, a few things for people to do. And I, uh, here she comes. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hi, Natasha. Hi. Hi, sweetie. How are you doing? I miss you so much. Good. You too. And Patty, um, I want you back on actually, because I want to talk about manifesting again, especially around the new year. So can yeah. you come back on again? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I would love it. I would love it. So we'll talk later. But um, Regan was talking about you having a thankful thing. And we're talking about being thankful in hard times. Yeah. Thankful in those struggles when we're with family. And when can we, how can we start turning that knob, turning that idea of who we are and the world around us? And, and you know, if the kitchen, if everybody's in having a hard time, how can we, I, I just got the image that I just say out loud, you know, I'm so grateful we're together, you know, yeah. change the atmosphere. So you are going to be doing something for Thanksgiving with your family. Yeah. We're having 18 people for Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving is all about being grateful. But part of it too, is like, you don't want to do a spiritual bypass. You want to like acknowledge that there are things you want to let go of also like mm -hmm. pain, envy, you know, lust, whatever it is. Right. So have like, I have these bowls and it just happened that just happened that oh. I have a bowl that there says grateful. <laughs> oh, I love so it. That's the bowl you put the grateful in, but be right in front of that or next to it. The first bowl is just says peace. Uh -huh. so, and the P and then there's like, you know, a little paper and you, you write it down and it's, and then I have a sign that says gratitude station. Uh huh. And it says, let go of what no longer serves you and count your blessings. Write down what you are releasing in the peace bowl and what you are grateful for in the grateful bowl. We will burn what you want to let go of. So everything in the peace bowl, we're literally going to burn and celebrate the rest. So right before dinner, we'll burn burn that stuff that you want to let go of, which is all, all the human emotions that we have, like, oh. you know, envy, uh -huh. jealousy, whatever it is, whatever it is, you know. And then, and then we'll have this peace bowl, on, I mean, this grateful bowl on the table as, you know, as we're talking. And then, um, you know, generally, like we have dinners with a group, a community, like at least once a month. And then mm -hmm. in 
dessert and dinner, we had the talking stick. So really like I made this at one of my women's retreats. Uh-huh. I love it. It looks like this. And I made uh-huh. it. Not that it's so pretty, but it's just a, a thing. So like when one has the talking stick, they know it's their turn to authentically share. And we've created a space where uh, just a space and community where you can just feel free and not judge to whatever you want to say. So sometimes it's, um, you know, it's somebody's birthday that month and we want to acknowledge that person and we all say something about them. And in this case, we're going to talk about being grateful and just whatever's up. Like, I mean, let's not all say like, my life is so good. Maybe you're in a lot of pain right now. Like just say whatever it is. And that's the talking stick is great because we know that it's, you know, no side talking, no interrupting, just listen and thank them. And then when you're really clear that you're done, you pass it on. Uh-huh. You pass it on. And that's that's what we're doing. Okay. Well, th- what a magical. Now, um, before you go, I'm going to ask you a question because I heard somebody asking, what happens if you have a family that you can't do that with? But oh, how can you find those moments of gratitude? Um, and Because and, sometimes we have to do the personal work. Not yeah. everybody around us can do that work. How can, and and that's that, that story. So before you leave, I want to get your perspective on that. Uh, and no, I mean, it's kind of like maybe each person, whoever asked the question is the spiritual warrior in their family. And they could for themselves declare, I want to tell everybody what I'm grateful for this year or right this moment. Cause all we have is this moment. So here's what it is for me. And if we model whatever, Someone's going to follow. Does anybody else who is anybody else grateful for anything? Which is like such a low. Of course, somebody's at that table is going to be grateful for something. Like <laughs> exactly, really exactly. You know, so then somebody else will share authentically. And however that you know, however authentically the first one shares, they're setting the stage for. I would so agree. I and I yeah, I would so agree. I I've actually done that where um, I've. Um, I've been the one that says, you know what, I'm just going to stop this right now because this conversation is going nowhere. It's going South. And I want to, I just want to let everybody know that I'm so grateful for every single one of you. Yeah. You know, and, and everybody kind of almost, you can almost tell somebody held the breath, right? Right. Like you can't argue with someone that doesn't want to argue kind of thing. Like, uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know what to say about that. that. You're grateful for me. Well, Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Thank you very much for popping in. I'm oh, so grateful God. for you. So let's talk one time. So after around the new year, can can we do this? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I got the first yeah, thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so just uh so we'll 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 talk. But I okay. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah, I love you Happy so family. much. Love you and to everybody listening. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm so grateful. I love you so much. Well, that was a that was a fly in. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have wonderful yeah, we have energy. Our, uh, sister and brother in law here right now. We picked him up at the airport yesterday. And then uh, their their son who's living with us temporarily right now will be here. My son, my fifty-three year old son. I can't believe I have a son fifty-three, you know, will be here. And um, it's going to be interesting group. And, you know, Tony and Kim, my, my Mm -hmm. two friends will be here. So it'll, it'll be nice. It'll be a nice time. 
you know, I think yeah, uh, for okay, everybody. Okay. Um, so, so we just were talking about, so, you know, like I intuitively heard that somebody was saying, I can't, what happens if I can't do what she said? And you yeah. know, the, the thing that I got was, is that, you know, especially when we're with family, that being, you know, in, in Thanksgiving or being in a moment where, where we're in celebration of some point, you can even have a bowl that's some place somewhere like on the counter, nobody says anything and you have a gratitude bowl. Yeah. And you just, and you have a notepad and people can just write it down and you can have a little note saying, please write down your gratitudes. Nobody else will read them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, um, I was at a, um, I was with, a, I'm trying to think if it was Hindu or Buddhist uh, service one time. And one of the things they did in their service is they had people, they had uh, pens and papers that everybody see and people wrote down uh, something that they um, wanted to let go of, you know, something they're having issues with. And they, they uh, would all take them up to the altar and, you know, put them in there. And at one point they would set them on fire, you know, mm -hmm. so, because all private and everything, but it was, you know, things like that are, um, or rituals, just the physical act of doing something like that is very, very helpful. Uh, that person that you were picking up on that way too, even if they just got a, a piece of paper and they said, like, <clears throat> you know, I'm having such a hard time forgiving this person, or, you mm -hmm. know, I, I, I know that I'm going to have some really bad feelings when this person shows up. And then they can write a sentence saying, you know, I'm now, I'm now willing to release that mm -hmm. to the best of my ability. You know, even just writing that sentence and then folding it up and throwing it away or something that puts you on the path of forgiveness, you know, just declaring that okay. even though you, you because sometimes, you know, it's a process in the Bible. When someone came up to Jesus and said, how many times do I have to forgive this person? And, and Jesus said, 70 times 70, you know. Uh, so in other words, for, forgiveness is a it's a process. But as long as you're on the path, you're going to be making improvements you know, that way. Yeah. So, well, and like I said to the, that there are <coughs> times where there are things in our life that are unforgivable yet at the same time, we can move around them. Yeah. We can move um, over them. We can move under them. We can move. Um, I know I live with a man that has done things that are unforgivable, but that there's a part of him that's doing better. And that's the part that I'm moving forward with. Yeah. You know, and if he does starts going down that rabbit hole of, of a dry drunk or something that doesn't really quite work, I have to have boundaries with it, but be grateful that I know now to do better. Right. Yeah. And, and so with that, you know, but I can tell you, though, that grad I have witnessed that gratitude. I had a client, a session with a client that she started saying, I love you constantly to herself and finding gratitude. And she says, my world has changed immensely. It yeah. has changed. It's flipped over. I, um, you know, uh, I was in in depression. I'm not so much in depression anymore. I was in personal struggle. I'm not in personal struggle anymore. I was in grief. I'm not, I'm in walkable grief as I put it, the words to her, right? You said walkable grief. 
grief. Yeah. Yeah. Walkable grief. It's that part of your life that you can, you can start getting your head out of the water <laughs> when you get into walkable grief, you're still in it. You're still struggling with it. You're still in the emotions of it, but they don't overwhelm you as when you're first in it. Right. Yeah. And so with that, that, you know, I, I, I just want people to know that there are moments where even in struggle, that there's hope. Yeah. That there's hope. And, you know, we got to have hope during this time. You know, going back to that coworker who said that, you know, I invited my whole family and half of them don't get along. Yeah. You know, um, I'm praying for them. You know, I'm praying for them that it turns out better than what they think it's going to be. Yeah. And that's the difference is, is that I'm grateful for us to get together. And if you have that intention, the ono pono ono, that intention, a lot of times things turn out better than we thought it would. Right? Yeah. Sometimes they turn out better than we think they do. Yeah. And just remember, forgiveness is like, again, it's a process. It doesn't just, you don't just flip a switch. You know, mm -mm. all that may seem like that. Sometimes people, they're making inroads a little, a little, a little, a little. And then all of a sudden, a bunch mm. happens and they think and they feel like it happened instantly. Like I just forgave the person. But it's really started. It started uh, back some time ago, generally, you know, and then it, and then it happens. Well, and that's that's the thing. And sorry for interrupting you here. That's the thing. I was watching a video, little memes that I was getting into. And they they were saying that one is the, the that there's many times where we're inward. And I think that's perspective or perspective, per, perspective and per, <laughs> I already forgot the other word. So there's perspective and perception, perception. So one of them is you're thinking inward, right? And a lot of times when we're hurt and things are unforgivable, we're inward. But when we flip it over and we see the world around us and we witness more around us, that's where we go outwardly. And that's when we know that, you know, it's the, the situation is bigger than me. And I can see that it wasn't just the situation wasn't just at me. Right. That there's things that, are, that happened, but there's a story with that person. There's a story with this other thing that, you know, they were triggered before this. And then, and there's this example, like, you know, somebody who forgives someone who murdered their family member. And they're actually eating dinner with them, right? How do they get there? How do they get there? That they come from inward pain to outward witnessing. It doesn't mean that it's okay. It doesn't make it right. But I'm in gratitude that things have shifted enough that I can see an outwardly view. <laughs> right? You know, one thing that helps too, uh, uh, if some of my clients is, um, if I'm with them, I'll do a guided, if they need to forgive somebody, I'll do a, a guided visualization. They aren't, they're being a light state of hypnosis or just a light state of relaxation. Um, and people listening, you can do this too, because it works really good. Um, is you just take a few deep breaths and <clears throat> just kind of calm yourself down. And then uh, using your imagination, just the best you can just picture yourself on this beautiful um <clears throat> island you know and it's got this beautiful beach and you can just see the foliage listen to the waves coming in 
and just kind of sit there listening to the waves for a minute and relaxing. <clears throat> and then what you do is you close your eyes as you're listening to the waves and you invite that person to come down the beach from, you'll see when you look to your right, the far down as you can see, you can see that there they are and you invite them to come up and have a conversation with you, you know, someone that you have mm -hmm. with and just watch them as they're coming up. And the closer they get to you, they change into their better self. You know, they change into their, this, the, their soul self, which is the, the self that's behind their dysfunction or who mm -hmm. they are. Okay. So as they walk up and then, <clears throat> and then have them sit down on a blanket, you could maybe have a bowl of spiritual fruit and you give them a, some fruit and you're, they're taking it and what it's doing is this spiritual fruit is is giving you energy in your body and everything to relax and to calm and to forgive you know and then just have a calm conversation with the person and you can just say look you know i'm really pissed at you you know and i feel this anger and i want to you know but you know what in this beautiful place like this i want to next time i see you i want to see your soul self instead of your dysfunctional self and i and i really hope you know and i'm and i really want to walk this path of forgiveness for you even if you just do a little something or have a conversation the other person may you may find them uh, talking you know you might find them talking to you because you've actually altered your state of consciousness a bit uh, but if not just this, you know, shake their hand or something, give them some spiritual fruit to take with them so they can eat some as they're walking away from you. And just that little mentally doing that, it's setting yourself up because if if your mind can see you forgiving them and you, you can have this conversation, you, you are beginning to get well on the path towards forgiveness. Exactly. You know, good, good visualization is 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 very healthy. To, you know, to do it is. It is. I know for me that doing some of my um, DNA work that I do, that is part of the journey is um, wrapping somebody in a in a blanket of, of golden light. There you go. That's you know, and mm -hmm. and then wrapping us in a in a blanket of golden light and knowing that it's both of us have the golden light around us because we've both been human. Yeah. And um, and, you know, going into that, um, it's just amazing where where we've been in our stories and where we're going and the tools that it takes to get us there. And and each each time we go into a tool, gratitude, onopono ono, um, wrap them in golden light, giving them magical fruit, you know, just shifting something. It's amazing how that ripple effect can happen because I know for me personally witnessing this, that if I wasn't doing my spiritual work and doing it through the hard times and doing it through the good times, I would not have the marriage of 32 years yeah. because of the fact that there's been some times where um, like um, Patty was saying that you have to be the spiritual warrior of that dinner or the spiritual warrior of a path. And and being that spiritual warrior and stepping out and saying, stop. I love us enough to stay, to say, stop. I, I care enough for this family to stay, to say, stop. Let's do better. Let's do better. We're better than this. I know that each one of you cares for each other somewhere. Can we stop the yelling and care differently? Yeah. You know, and, and being that spiritual warrior is not always easy. And sometimes, it, you know, somebody else will stomp off, stomp off because they just didn't, they couldn't go there, right, at that minute. But 
You never know what ripple effect we can do by healing. And if we can leave anybody with this understanding that healing can happen if somebody's willing to start the process and it starts with self, yeah. it starts with self and that's where gratitude can change the world. Yeah. It's like forgiveness has to start with one of the parties and how about it being you, you know, mm -hmm. you're going to feel really good if you uh, are the one that begins the process of, even if the other person isn't ready you know, at least, you know, you started, don't wait for the other person, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and leaving people with a little bit of wisdom here that I've learned, um, uh, <clears throat> one thing that can help you in the forgiving process, in the grief process and all this, and they've a hundred percent on the other side, when people ask the guides over there, what's the one thing I can do to improve my life to, to feel the space being, you know, to feel myself closer to the, the spiritual love of the other side. And 100% of the time they say, start a meditation process. Mm -hmm. practice. You know, uh, Insight Timer is called Insight Timer. It's a free app. Uh, there's hundreds of things you can do on there. It's one of the best meditation apps right now. And it's totally free. And it's uh, there's even a page on there when you begin to meditate and it'll show you how many people are meditating with you at that moment. And it's like sometimes it's 20, 30, 40,000 people, you know, that at that moment, it makes you feel like you're part of a community of people that really care about the planet and with all the craziness going on right now. You know, a lot of us feel helpless to do like, how, what are we going to do with the, you know, the Russians and the Ukraine and Hamas and, and Israel? There's a lot of craziness going on right now. Um, and we feel part of the thing is we feel helpless to do anything, but mm -hmm. you can do something. and. And what, what they told me from the other side was, too, even if you're just going around being kind during the day, be extra kind. That kindness energy is is going towards this positive resolution of all the hatred and all the evil in the world. You know, it does. It so really does. It starts with us. You know, we have to be kind. We have to be, um, you know, the, the one, uh, you know, all you can do is is what you can do yourself. You know, so just meditate. You can even imagine just uh, love emanating from you to the battle situations and letting letting go. You know, that's that's what we need everybody to do. You know, being very mindful, and that's that's going back to intention, mindfulness, uh, sitting and breathing instead of getting in that rabbit hole of where life is. And you know, um, Sandy, thank you very much for being here. Um, she says she yeah, loves this conversation. Um, I'm so grateful for insights that are coming for people, you know, and that's why I'm here. I'm doing um, every day with an angel podcast in my minis, um, little podcast, two minute videos to support people in this journey because it, it does start with us. I can tell you, witnessing me being in gratitude, the difference in the energy that's out there around me compared to me being in anger, whew, right? So picture if, if more and more people stand in gratitude when they can in the middle of hardship, what that can shift, yeah. right? What can that shift? And... You know, like you had talked about a friend who um, who he on another show of ours talked about how he was, you know, caught down in Mexico. Right. Yeah. 
and he started making friends with with the people who ca um, took him captive. With right? his yeah, it saved his life. Exactly, but he was he started going into gratitude. He started going into to breath. He started going into to kindness and love. And it's amazing what you can manipulate in a positive way when we stand in gratitude in the hard times. I know for me, it has changed many, many scenarios in my in my world when I stood in gratitude. Conversations that were going south slowly stopped going down south they started being more pivotable so with that the, if you just caught this show um please um re-watch it if you need to um because this has been and many shows that i have have been very i feel life-altering for some people and i'm so grateful to be here um regan we're done our hour here well, and you have family to go see. So, um, Regan, how do people reach you and how can they help you? Because you do amazing work. Thank you. It's uh, visittheafterlife.com. You can actually watch a video of a young lady uh, uh, spending a couple hours in the afterlife. And, and uh, it's something anybody could do. I mean, 80% of the people, very first time, end up having this several hours, two or three hours uh, on the other side, getting their questions answered, talking to people. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. Um, and I do regular therapy too. So <clears throat> you, I'm an energy, I do energy psychology, which really works with uh, PTSD, fears, phobias, that sort of thing works quick and easy. Uh, so no sense, you know, if you have some serious issues, you have some abuse, you've suffered some PTSD from something in your life. Uh, you don't have to suffer with it the rest of your life. There are new techniques now that get you back uh, to a semblance of normalcy again. You know, mm -hmm. so I can help them there. Zoom is amazing. It works really good. Uh, the, uh, you know, I've been doing since the Coast to Coast show, I've been doing so many Zoom sessions and I'm really enjoying them, Natasha. <laughs> I know. Aren't they amazing? Yeah. And what's good is people get a video and an audio of their session so they can actually, because sometimes people have a session and it's so easy. They go, well, I think I just made that up or something. And I say, watch your video and you'll see how you're in trance when you see how mm -hmm. your body is the way you're talking, you can see how you're, sometimes people's uh, eyes go up and you know, all I've seen is the whites of their eyes and they're completely aware, but they're in trance. I mean, it's amazing what can happen. So and with you, Natasha, now it's still angelicclarifications.com, right? Yes, it is. It really them. is. And um, right now, yeah, right now with every session that is scheduled, I'm adding 15 minutes on to the end of it. Um, so, uh, and that until the, um, end of, um, of August of 2024, uh, oh, um, to support people through these emotional times that we're going through. And I'm finding that there's a lot of people that are, are struggling with self anger, shame, guilt, pain, um, um, anger is huge right now. Uh, and right now we have a lot of planets in fire, so <laughs> It should be a little interesting. Hopefully this conversation and, you know, I'm asking for healing on this around the world, you know, that we can all kind of find a way to not necessarily get along, but be able to be in the same room. You know, we don't necessarily have to get along, but hopefully we can be in the same room. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to like everybody in a sense, but you have to love everybody or know? be kind. Yeah. Be kind. 
Yeah, befriend. You don't have to be friends, but you can be friendly. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's that it's that story. So I'm um, I'm hoping again that that remembering that these are these are um, understandings that Regan and I have. Um, please come up with your own truths, um, whatever you can do, because it is about your own story um, and how to make yourself better. And that's the whole journey of this world: is our souls are here to learn, our souls are here to wake up and to negotiate what's going on. So with that, that the more we can do that, the more that we, the spark, can be the spark for many. And so be your your warriorship sometimes and 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 stir the pot. Make you know make things accountable. Make people accountable for what they're saying. Maybe they won't like you, but they'll be grateful for you because you may have stopped a major blow up that's going to last another five years in the family <laughs> right so uh again thank you for being here regan i am so grateful i am back again wednesdays at four o'clock pacific time on um facebook and youtube please uh like and share if you know somebody who can use this video please share it um, and if you um, haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. I'm really hoping to support people on this journey uh, of life. And and uh, and I do private sessions also. You can go to my website, angelicclarifications.com. So, Regan, thank I'll you. you. I'll see you uh, the third week on Wednesday, the third Wednesday of uh, December. Of December. So that would be uh, the 20th. So that's right before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a, a really have a session on the night. I'll be in LA doing sessions for uh, life between life sessions for eight days. And then I'm, I'm back by the 19th where I have someone that's flying in from Louisiana and it's a, uh, uh, you might be able to help her too, but uh, she lost a, a seven week old uh, baby. Oh you know, no. She's just beside herself. So I um, bet. I bet. Oh really that's... looking forward to helping her. Wow. Yeah, it, that one's a that one's an ouch. That's a tough one when it's a, a little baby, you know. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so um we'll see you all at another another time next month. And and be sure and tune in for Natasha every Wednesday at four. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving for those who celebrate it. Happy blessings to all who are um, needing or wanting or asking for blessings and may prayers and, and love be with you through your journey. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful for everyone who watches and please practice gratitude. It can change your world. Yeah. See you on the videos and live next Wednesday. Bye now. Bye.